0: Welcome to another episode of the Lafayette Libraries Podcast. We'll be catching up today with Thomas Lannan, Director of Special Collections and College Archives, about Easton Histories, the current exhibition on view in Skillman Library's Simon Room. This exhibit was developed and curated by Thomas along with rare books cataloger extraordinaire Pam Murray. So, hi Thomas, welcome.
1: Thanks, Nora. Hello.
0: Thanks so much for coming on the show. Can you start by sharing a bit about what inspired the Easton Histories exhibit?
1: The Easton Histories exhibit is exciting because it piggybacks on the Easton Knights exhibit at Skillman Library. The Easton Knights exhibit is a series of photographs by Peter Yudin, and the Easton Histories exhibit is images from Easton's history, looking back to the 19th century to sort of see how the area has changed. We were really happy to create the Easton Histories exhibit because it was an opportunity for the library and its special collections to share with students not just the history of Easton and the history of campus and the history of the peoples of the Lehigh Valley, but also the history of the, the region's geographical forms, its rocks, its mountains, its trees, um, and the traditions that have, that have been here that I think are sometimes overlooked because the Lehigh Valley is a lot of things to a lot of different people. It has a really complex history. It's an industrial place. Uh, It has multiple centers between Easton and Bethlehem and Allentown. And so there's so much history everywhere. But um, this exhibit really focuses on Easton history and also the history of the campus.
0: So Peter and Dean's photos on display around the library capture a really eerie, sleepy, empty atmosphere for Easton. I'm wondering what sort of placeness does the Easton Histories exhibit focus on?
1: I think Easton is a college town and we have, we're here on Lafayette College campus on College Hill, which is a neighborhood in Easton. And we kind of unpack that trying to look, well, why is it called College Hill? and What is College Hill? And does College Hill include the campus? And we tried to kind of look at the history of the, uh, of the campus to kind of see how it evolved. And so we have a section in the uh, exhibition on the neighborhood. We have a section on hills, and we have a section on downtown. So we have the kind of, these micro stories that we can talk about when we talk about the exhibit. What's a fun subject is the idea of like hidden histories. Um, we thought about this idea of, for the exhibit, there's all this history around here in Easton, I, I say that, but we don't know it, and it's changed, and there's layers of history, and as these layers of history kind of grow or coalesce, things get hidden, like the trolley uh, in Easton. In 1888, a Lafayette Traction Company with President David Nevin, who's the mayor of Easton, created an electric railroad, which was so exciting for the time, right? An electric railway that lifted people up a steep grade. We tend to think of the past as this more difficult time, but in some cases you see infrastructure may have been more environmentally sound in the past, that the history is not simply a path towards things getting better through technology, but in some cases there, there's like opportunity to see, well, there was an electric railroad up College Avenue in the 1880s, what would an electric railroad look like now? You know, and how could we, how, what would that mean to the automobile traffic that we face? This idea of like the hidden history, we didn't want it to seem like a conspiracy. Um, you know, we talk about information literacy in libraries, and so for libraries to promote the idea that there is a hidden history, um, doesn't mesh well because we don't want people to think that we're hiding history or that, they, you know, because we're, we, we're here to make things be open and have things be found and discovered and studied. So we moved away from this idea of the hidden history exhibit um, quickly, but we still focused on, on, on narratives about Easton that, that are not uh, apparent.
0: What are some other unexpected
1: Eastons
0: that you surface in this show?
1: this might be something that locals know about Uh, it might be something that that some people who've lived in Easton for a while know about the the stories of the Paxanosa Inn but it was a luxury hotel and resort for people to spend time at much in the same way that there would be hotels in the Poconos today the Lehigh Valley was seen as a kind of the Switzerland of the United States during the late 19th century it was a place for fresh air and clean water and it was a place to kind of get rest and get and and we don't really think about that when we think about the Lehigh Valley now we think of the Lehigh Valley and it's industrial history the other thing that's interesting about Easton in in my opinion is that it really was like an a center for international events in the 18th century, um, the, uh, during the French and Indian Wars, the British forces, the, you know, the, the British imperial energies, and the French imperial energies were competing for the what is the, basically the frontier of America. And Easton was positioned right next, right on the Delaware River, towards the, the what was then the frontier. And so, at the conclusion of the French and Indian Wars or the, the, the wars between Great Britain and France in the 18th century, the, the treaties that worked those that conflict out ha- happened here in Easton, which means that Easton was a, a, a center of kind of international news. And I think that that's an important place to start when we talk about Easton, to see it in its global position, that is not just a town in Pennsylvania, but has been a place that has a global history. And on top of that, of course, who was here before? We, we're interested in the, in the history of Native Americans and the tribal peoples and peop, uh, you know, the, the civilizations that were here before us.
0: So how do you do that? How do you acknowledge those um, archival silences?
1: How do we address archival silences is a huge subject. It is a big challenge. Uh, this concept of archival silences kind of needs to be unpacked. To a certain extent, this exhibit doesn't unpack archival silences as much as it could or should because the silences are so real in terms of local history, in terms of the college archives has the history of the college itself. The Easton Public Library has resources about the history of Easton. The Northampton County Historical Society and Genealogical Library has resources about Northampton County, but these are separate collections.
0: So what kinds of materials are included in this exhibit
1: the, the Easton histories exhibit includes a lot of postcards which are some of the only things that photograph or document Easton between 1880 and 1910 there are also some manuscripts photographs um, ephemera things from college history the um, that are on display and we also uh, yeah uh, like fo- uh, reproductions of photos a really cool grouping of photos were taken in 18 probably the 1890s by someone named William Notman and we've blown them up uh, we sort of digitized them and then blown them up so that they're presented in, in full scale
0: From what collections in the archives were these items drawn from? A lot of different ones?
1: Uh, all the books come from what we call the rare book collection. The photographs Come from something called the Easton Photography Collection, which is a composite and grouping of things that have been collected over the years okay. under the rubric of them being photographs of Easton. But it's what we would call a um, artificial collection because it includes sub collections within it, and this is a sort of uh, this happens naturally with photographs that you call photographs together based on them being photographs. But each photograph has a different provenance based on who donated it or who took the photos.
0: So is there anything else that you'd like to add about this exhibit? Any other uh, last areas of focus that we haven't covered yet in the interview?
1: Another exciting area where we show how the history of Easton has changed is around the concept of print. 75 newspapers came into existence in Easton between 1825 and 1900. Sort of like the time of Andrew Jackson and 1900, the time of American, true American imperialism in the Spanish-American War, you have this massive growth of print, print technology, and that means jobs, it means people. And so Easton was a place of print. It had a lot of newspapers, it had books being printed, but we don't think about that today. When we look at Easton, we don't really see that sort of like the vibrant newspaper community. Yeah, the
0: vibrant that... print culture print, of yeah. Easton.
1: And this is something that I think is really fascinating, and interesting, but it also is something that needs like, it needs a lot more scholarship because of the fact that these newspapers, some of these newspapers and their titles, aren't in, I mean, we're talking libraries now. They're not even in WorldCat um, because they've never been digitized or the microfilms haven't been digitized. So there's really exciting sort of work to be done uncovering the newspapers of Easton.
0: Thanks for listening to the Lafayette Libraries podcast. Be sure to check out the Easton Histories exhibit the next time you're in Skillman Library. You can see it in the Simon Room through the end of the fall 2022 semester.